and welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. It's the podcast about rugby. I just chastised Ben for talking about cars because you're such a pitchle head, Ben. Jesus, man, get it under control. Sorry, Adam. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually like I, I know you you like you try to sound like you're joking, but I can tell you actually pissed off with me. <laughs> <laughs> me no, it's no, I know. I know you sound like you're apologetic, but you're actually not. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's, it sounds like I'm I'm trying to like sell court him, but I'm just being sarky. So yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not joking. You give zero fucks. I mean, make, 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 no, no, no progress. But more, more importantly, how are you? Uh, it's, it's good. To, to have uh, I'm well, thanks. I was telling Matt before you came on. I got my uh, my final, well, my second vaccine dose. Oh, not at all. Yeah, so I think. Technically, I'm um, I'm bulletproof now, so yeah. Oh shit! I just heard Olivia, just in, in the background. Yeah, How's she nice. doing? She's good, good, very good baby. Well, she's not proving it at the moment, but she's actually she's really good. She sleeps. She 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 sleeps. She eats. She she sleeps. She Again. smiles. She looks good. Yeah. Nice. What, what nice. What you want in a baby? Uh, Alex, um, mm. what more can you want in your baby? You sent us a photo in the group saying. Uh, your son managed to get a bike and you don't have a bike. Yeah, he's turning to Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto at... Um, at shame, he's got a bit of a stuff at the moment. So no oh. knows, uh, everything is making him a bit grumpy at the moment, uh, but hopefully he'll get in bed a little bit easier than he did last night. Last night took uh, quite, I think, four hours to get him down oh, and sorry. he was screaming in between each one. That's but nice. anyway, other than that, uh, yeah, not, not too bad. Uh, I will have to leave early tonight, probably, um, but we'll see how it goes. Cool. No, no, thanks. Thanks, thanks for the heads up. Matt, how are you? Um, you, you want to complete the, st- the circle of dad stories, which is probably a good thing. Mm, yeah, no, um, I did babysit this weekend, though, if that counts for much. Oh, well, an actual human being or a dog? Yeah, an actual human being, a nine-month-old. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. So no, they shame. His folks just wanted like an hour to go out for a beer. So we we're like, yeah, okay, cool. We'll take the kid and mm. we'll take the kid and yeah. the dogs and go take the dogs for a walk and the kid in the pram. Oh, dude, yeah. that's that's what I do. We're but, doing that. Uh, we we we've uh, got a daytime plans. So once baby's asleep, then aunties can come around and watch the Netflix, and we go drink margaritas or something. Sounds like a solid plan. Oh, nice. Mm. It is. It's, oh, good. It's, uh, it's it's good to have you here. So, um, yeah, I guess we can get cracking with, with some of the news that's been going on. Uh, top of the list, uh, Ren turned one the previous week. That's obviously the top top of the news. Really, I kept I kept it alive. How, how, how was how was the how was the, the party? It was good. Uh, I ended up getting very drunk when a couple of friends stayed quite late. Um, and I don't. I think I was drunk for most of the day. I don't know. I looked at myself <laughs> in the mirror. Experience fathering. Yeah, my uh, pupils are very small, but thankfully I didn't get nausea. I normally get nausea when I'm when I'm hungover. And then today, uh, day two of the hangover has been okay. Um, I clearly didn't eat a lot of food yesterday, but it was a good. Yeah, it was a, it was a lack of party. Not hosting it again. So uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll Ren's not turning ex- one again. No, but yeah, it's just an external venue and so it, it's a hack. But it was very nice, so I cannot complain. Um, overall, it was good. Drank lots of wine, but more, more importantly, um, speaking of babies, the baby box they're mm. back. Oh, mm. that's so great. Yes, they're back. They're going to be playing in a tournament later this year. It's got to find the link Georgia, Argentina, yeah. and someone else. Thanks, Matt, for the assist. Uh, yes, they will be doing so. Um, it's before the uh, actual box get a chance to play, if I remember correctly. Yes, it's it's second place at the Makoto Stadium in Stellenbosch. Is that the one at, at um, Marty's yeah, University? Yeah, the Marty's Stadium. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I love the press release here. The inclusion of George in the tournament will mark a memorable occasion for the Union as the Union senior sides will be in the country with the Springboks meeting Georgia in back-to-back tests. On the, oh, no. I was about to say, because last time they had, quite a, they had a series against Georgia, I remember that. And, uh... mm. Because I was actually going to ask, I was like, I thought the baby box only played in the Junior World Cup, but then I remembered that that series against Georgia. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it's great. Um, so the fixtures are 
18 June, 23 June, 28 June, and 3 July, which is cool. Uh, it's good good to know. So nice, the box are back. Uh, something else I saw very interestingly talking more about the storm is Damien Willemser. I don't read the, the article. I just saw the headline. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, Dan Vinimsa earns five million rand a year, something like that. Am, am I being accurate? Yeah, I don't actually read the full piece. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he would yeah, actually get. He would get. He would probably pay about two million in tax. Yes, tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's still getting three bar. There used to be a special sportsman's like tax, but they've mm-hmm. done away with that. Uh, yeah, is he worth three million rand a no, year? But, so this is tax. Yeah. Well, so no, no, but wait. This is now. This is now also what I think a lot of things needs to be discussed about is like the releasing how much the rugby players get played in that and like I, I, and, I, and framing I, the question is so and so worth that much to I, I honestly think it's a good thing and I think Damien Phillips is worth that amount of money and other players are underpaid okay no fair enough I just be, because, to say... because it's the same thing and I'll bet you it's fucking Keo who's a twat and, and, and he is. will also write articles. Why are all these players going overseas? Blah blah blah. Mm. Because Damien Phillips' salary is kind of like a, probably a reserve at Toulon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now Keo's making noise saying, "Oh, Damien Phillips makes too much money." No, Damien Phillips doesn't make too much money. The rest of the team makes too little money. Yeah, exactly. They've nice. basically all taken a pay cut to say South Africa. Yeah. yeah. And now, when, now if one is like, making dollar, they try to create resentment it's bullshit yeah for, for context like when i told my wife oh there's this news article about um you know one of the young players that storm is making five million she was like oh only and i was like yeah that's like not really the angle of the story but yes only five million well if you if you look at oaks like 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 andre pollard probably making What's he making? A million euros. He's just probably making yeah, like two, three million euros. So yeah, oh. so he he's making probably what Philipsa earns in a in a year in like a month or two. Let me look it up. Because um, he was wasn't he on that list of like most paid? Yeah, yeah he, I think he was top. Paid. I think he was the highest paid player in the world at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So he's getting twenty three point five million rands per annum. So yeah. So essentially two million. Almost five times as much as David Phillips. Yeah, he's almost getting two million per month. Yeah, and Pollard, Pollard is not five times the player Damien Phillips is. No. But because Keo wants to prove a point. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I, I literally have nothing further to add. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got you riled up there, Ben. No, no, but also I'm, I'm glad. Um, I think in any industry. Take take this take this home, listeners. Go go discuss your salary at work. Yeah, definitely discuss uh, your salary with discuss, your colleagues. Seriously, just discuss your salary because like the bosses don't want you to discuss your salary. What do you, what do you lose by discussing your salary with your colleagues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like, it, is, it, it kind of it gives you sort of collective bargaining power at that point yeah. because yeah. they and that's that's how shit like the like the gender pay gap and discriminatory and just arbitrary fucking salaries come into play. So. Definitely, yeah. every, everyone talk about your salary, not just professional <laughs> rugby players. We should have like an annual talk about your salary day. Yeah, we should. Yeah, like, like, yeah, everyone should just disclose their salaries. Just yeah. on Twitter, hashtag, just hashtag, this is me. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a bad... <laughs> just maybe like a picture of your like payslip, just black out your employee number and one or two other details. <laughs> so we we've changed our system so we get it we used to get like a little letter every month saying how much we've been paid you know for when you need it for the yeah but now now it's online and there's a password and i've never known my password so i just just assume they pay me the right amount every month <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh. they must love you ben yeah huh? they must love you no 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 complaints nothing well, I don't know. They're like, fuck, we cut Ben's salary in half and he hasn't even kicked up a fuss. He's I'm working like, even harder, you know. Like, so. Fuck, why, why is my car payment bouncing? I don't get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of bouncing, oh, no, that's quite bad. Uh, the Aguilar's 15, they are in talks, this is from Paul Tate on Twitter, to play in the Curry Cup this year. I'm just excited because then it ends the monotony of all the SA teams. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm New excited. team. We're going to see another team play. To be yeah. So yeah. they also won that um, 
SLAR, that like Super League uh, American Rugby or whatever. Well, that, was that their proper? Was that their proper? Well, it was. It was the Jaguars 15, like as best as what they've retained and so forth. So it was a Did fairly. Fairly oh. decent side, so it was leagues ahead of most of the rest of their competition. Do you, do you think? Okay, maybe because they've lost a few players to Europe, but do you think they could enter two teams in the Curry Cup? Oh, they could no. end, like, what what I think they could do is a Premier side and a First Division side. Yeah. I mean, let's remember that they topped the conference in 2019. Yeah. Aguilar is. Yeah, but I yeah, yeah, but I'm guessing of actually, if you looked at the squad, they probably lost close to seventy percent of that. Yeah, I don't think they can necessarily post two, two teams at the moment. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, Alex, you said you were keen to chat about TT. I know we were joking about an Audi. What were you talking about in Trans- TT? Trans Tasman. Trans Tasman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, and Trans Tasman and their Rotten Tomatoes on Rugby Australia's Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Well, get, well, then just last piece of news for me, unless you guys have something else to bring up. And where is it? Oh, the just the Australians, Rugby Australia, they're looking to reform its constitution. Uh, because at the moment, it seems like Queensland, there's 16 votes to the board. Queensland and New South Wales have three each, based on a series of criteria, while mostly everybody else has two to one. Um, and again, also looking at the private equity option. That New Zealand are pursuing, but obviously the players, as we know, are kicking up a massive fuss for good or bad reasons. I guess it depends on what side of the fence you're on. And uh, they think it's going to be good. I've just also seen reports. I know uh, McLennan, Hamish McLennan, he also says, yeah, in short, they're being dicked by the Kiwis, but that's fine because that uh, was already the Australian media throwing up a little bit of a stink. It says to beat the best, you have to beat the best, um, pretty much. Uh, and the Brad Thorne kind of said the same thing. It's the only way they're going to get better by playing better teams. So. Yeah, well, let's actually get started with Charles Tasman straight away, Alex. So, I mean, you can have a quick chat. What do you want to start? Yeah. Hmm. Well, the points I was going to make are a little bit more general, because um, obviously we'll do our usual go through the games. I might have been here for that. But um, so this is some sort of statistical analysis of the games, because and the reason I went into this not so deep dive is because I saw, you know, not very well-informed commentators on Twitter saying things like, oh, well, the refs were biased against Australian teams. That were, you know, how are we supposed to beat the New Zealand teams? And I saw someone else say, uh, Aussie teams capable of way too much, you know, how do you expect to win if you don't hold or kind of thing. So I thought, well, okay, you know, that's, Maybe a good point, maybe. So let me have a look. And I'll just take you through a few of the stats that I found. So these, these are aggregated for the entire round. Um, and I've broken them down to New Zealand teams, Australian teams. I can do a, a match-by-match analysis, but uh, for the sake of time and redundancy, I won't do that. So New Zealand teams kicked 107 times. And Australian teams take 90 times. So, you know, about 12% more kicking from New Zealand teams. Um, so immediately that's debunked. Um, the fact that Australian kick teams kick too much. But, but is... what, what's, it, what's it relative to possession? Though? Um, so I'll get to carries, which are kind of a proxy for position. I, they, I do have the position stats available, but I don't bother writing it down. Um, but I mean, yeah, spoiler alert, it's pretty much 50, 50, 50. So, okay, yeah, is, so, 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 so there's no, it is straight up fact. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Pretty much. Um, penalty count is also more favored in Australia's uh, corner. They conceded 55 penalties this round. New Zealand conceded 57. So, I mean, you know, obviously that's not an answer to the question of whether refs are biased, but it definitely answers the question of whether Australian teams are being penalised more, which they aren't. So, um, you know, if you want to poke holes in this analysis, you can rightfully ask 
what's the quality of kicking as opposed to number of kicks? What's the you know, meaning, meaningful penalties as opposed to, you know, just an average scrum penalty? Um, or, you know, those sorts of things that enter direct bias. That's a fair point. Um, and obviously the statistics don't really reflect things like quality, but at the moment all we got is quantity, so that's what we look at. Speaking of quantity, that's by Australian teams was 83, and the number of errors by Nassim teams was only 71. So already you can start to see a little bit of a gap, but that's not significant in my opinion. But the more interesting statistics, um, so I'll, I'll obviously tries are the foreground clue when you turn down. But New Zealand scored 29 tries to Australia's 14. And when it comes to carries, in, which is, like I said, kind of a proxy for position, uh, New Zealand actually had 580 carries compared to Australia's 591. So New Zealand carried slightly less often than Australia did, but oh. their run meters, yeah, but their run meters were 2,900 to Australia's 2,000. So almost a full... 1,050% better. Yeah, almost a full 50% more distance carried per carry. That it, sounds, it sounds like almost better decision making then. Like, you know, choosing when running is going to be most advantageous and choosing when kicking is going to be most advantageous. So it does sound that way, and that's one interpretation. What I don't have here is defensive stats, I just didn't bother. But what I do have is uh, clean breaks and defenders beaten. So New Zealand's got 139 defenders beaten compared to 90 from Australia. So again, about 50% more. And 71 clean breaks from New Zealand compared to 34 from Australia. So it's double. Um, and I don't, I don't know if that necessarily points to worse decision making or worse defense. But long story short, New Zealand teams are just being a hell of a lot more effective with the carrying than Australian teams, like a lot more effective. They're getting about 25 meters per carry as opposed to 17, and 40, 42 carries per error they make as opposed to Australia's 36. So, you know, you can read into these sets whatever you want. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll put this up on the, on the, on Twitter, on the um, YLB account as well, so people can look at it themselves. But what I want to say uh, before I log off is I don't think this is necessarily cause for alarm. Because I've seen a lot of people, including uh, a few South Africans, you know, experiencing in the case of South Africans a bit of schadenfreude and in the case of Australians, I can put it backtracking or, you know, maybe a bit of hubris. Um, and basically what happened, you know, now that they so Norton 10 against the New Zealand teams, there's suddenly all this hullabaloo around, oh, what's going on with the system? You know, are our players up to scratch? And just a month ago, when we were getting up for the finals of uh, Super Rugby Australia, we had a completely different team going out of the media, which was, oh, Australian rugby is the strongest it's been for years. Can't wait to take on the New Zealand teams and prove how far we've come. The rest of the Brumbies are, you know, world-class teams. And suddenly both teams are not two against the opposition. Uh, to be fair, they both had to play the Crusaders, which is tough ask. But there's just been this big change in narrative. And I mean, let's not forget that, you know, we have seen like ridiculous things like Tamansky being proposed for MVP of the of the <laughs> Australian comp competition, so it's just you know in both circumstances there's like this complete lack of perspective and lack of willingness to see 
Australian rugby for what it is, which is not as good as New Zealand rugby. It never was. I won't say never, because uh, obviously what's done, but it hasn't been for a long time. Neither is South African rugby. It hasn't been for a long time. That's I say that in, in full knowledge of the fact that the Sharks were top of the Super Rugby Conference last year when we halted proceedings. But I'm talking about Super Rugby, I'm, sorry, I'm talking about South African rugby as a whole. Um, it hasn't been for quite a purpose in the context of playing Z teams for a long time. And it, it's perfectly okay to acknowledge that and be reasonable about it and work towards solutions. Now, in South Africa's case, as you've just been discussing, we have a dire economy. We can barely afford to pay our best players more than, you know, five million whatever the cap is. Um, we're lucky to even have guys like Eamon Willips and Sia Kitsov doing chameleons still in the country. Um, Australia has tasted a little bit of that. Guys like Asbrotta, the, you know, the Arnold brothers, um, whatnot, Sam Gravy going overseas. But for the most part, they've been able to retain the talent. So there is something to be done about the fact that New Zealand teams routinely beat the shit out of Australian teams. It just requires a little bit of patience and a little bit of perspective. And the sooner the general rugby watching public and the media come around to that, the better it will be for everyone. Because there's non-stop comforting of, of messy triumphs and then 180 degree swing to, oh, you know, what's the point of even competing anymore? We might as well just internalize our rugby competition and only play each other is just not healthy so that's my perspective um you guys are welcome to add whatever you want no i think that's pretty uh that's pretty measured which is the opposite of what the aussies can be um they can be incredibly parochial one way or the other i mean mitch is mitch is fairly level-headed i mean he did say queen is not the best team in the universe um i, I mean I think he's maybe not wrong yeah yeah i mean they just had a, a bad day at the office against the crusaders but um it's true I did read an article from Paul Cully, who writes for stuff. I think he's actually based in Dunedin. He was saying, oh, he's not so sure. And I mean, I like I like Paul. But I do not know him personally. Uh, he's just, I think he's just a very good writer and reporter, uh, generally speaking. And he just made the point that, oh, the, the, the Aussies were getting quite a bit of momentum from Super Rugby AU, but now it's ditching and going down, and they're going to be doing Super Rugby 12 or what, how many have a teams next year and he's not sure about talking about it so I, I tend to agree with you Alex I think it's good for the teams um, I think about the Waratahs that, that is a very young team um, I look like the Lions many years ago when Johan Ackerman first took over and playing teams like the Blues and that sort of thing even the coaches themselves they're going to learn so quick um, and Look, it's still quite exciting rugby. I mean, the game against the Hurricanes, yeah, it was basketball-style stuff, but still entertaining, and attack was still well, doing they, business. They, they were, it's just defence. They defense. were against the Blues as well. Like, yeah, they were. It's just defence. They're struggling, especially, I think. Their defensive line's weird, though. We can talk about it in the game, but they don't seem to sort of wrap around. Mm. Like, like if, you, if you make a clean break against the Waratahs, it seems you can just score a try. Yeah. Like, there seems to be no, no cover. I'm not well, sure I mean... Like, yeah, I don't know if we're going to get onto it, but yeah, I mean, was it Rico's one where he picked up from the ruck and just ran through the middle of the ruck because there was yeah. no one there and no one covering the the 30 meters to the try line as well from the ruck. Like, yeah, there just yeah. was no defensive pattern there at all. Well, it's just general. They don't seem to have much of a, much of a plan on defense. But, yeah, anyway, uh, that's, that's the more the... I think... Just from the other side of Alex's thing, because obviously it's essentially what I think what Alex is going to say is obviously there are elements where New Zealand are playing better than Australia, but it's also obviously it's a mental thing and the media aren't helping. Just mm. in terms of tactics, it appears the Australian teams are trying to beat New Zealand at New Zealand rugby. They're trying to, you know, outrun them, outscore them, out whatever them. We'd really like, you know, that's pretty stupid. And the teams that have had success, mainly the force, that's that's been from kind of just making and the Brumbies last week. Oh, they both lost, but yeah. But that that's from sort of making the game 
you know, dragging the game down to your speed and making it ugly. Like the Reds, the Reds try to play the Crusaders at pace, and it was a fucking nightmare for them. Oh, God, yeah. Actually, well, I guess we could, since we're talking about this, we could start a review of the games. Just to very, very quickly quip in the box of back in the rugby championship. Um, they're hosting Argentina twice in August, and then we go on a four match show to yeah. Australasia. So, so I know that's an important piece of news. Yes, uh, oh, oh, so, so we don't host Australia or New Zealand? No, and no, no. Argentina gets like zero home games either. Yeah, maybe next year we'll play there. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure so, if that's so, happening. So we're hard done by, but not as hard done by as Argentina. Yeah, yeah there's always Argentina is essentially the, the, yeah. the line. There's, there's always someone who's worse off. Right? Indeed. Uh, and then also, um, my Pumpy's back at the Sharks. He's uh, back from Japan. Mm. So no ants. I feel, the, I feel this is more ad news than actual news. Like, how, uh, how, how are we meant to like comment on this? Like, I don't know. He just he yeah. slipped it. He just slipped it back in there. No, it's yeah, good it's that he's back. back. But has he? I don't know. If, has he finished his quarantine yet? Because he's I'm only been sure. he's been back. I think just less than two weeks. I don't know if he's playing this weekend necessarily. Mm. No, I'm not sure. Um, okay. Well, look. I guess we could actually start chatting very briefly about the game. So the Friday game. If I remember correctly, it was the Force versus the Highlanders. So I'm just doing that, doing that from memory. Yeah. I mean, yes. Take the Did Rebels and the Force first two games. Yes, that's right. Uh, here we are. Yes, Hurricanes, so Rebels. Yes, it was 13 to the Rebels. Then it was, so we'll start there, I guess. Not a great game. Um, I mean, Junior Zavir had a banger. He's actually looking pretty good. I must say, Wetzwurzen was also excellent. But, not a great game. But stop, start. Um, at least the Rebels are better than last week. they got to try. Yeah, it's so, an improvement. Just, like, small steps, baby steps, as Alex yep. pointed out. They need to be making yes, baby yeah, steps. They, they, so, they, so, so, what Alex is saying is actually, maybe, what's that guy I hate? From, Duran? Duran? Oh, uh, Yes, yes, yeah, yes. he should write an article, just a thousand words on the Rebels try. Yeah, essentially. Just, just be positive. Man. The highlight of Australian rugby this week is that <laughs> one Rebels try. No, who scored a nice try? The the Tars, I think, scored a really nice try. Tars scored a couple of nice tries. And yeah. It was a good run by Tom Banks. I was gonna say, I'm sure I saw a good one from the Brumbies as well. Mm. well of course, there fucking was for Tom Banks. Chaps, I'm gonna half off for this part of the pod. Okay. Uh, I'll share my piece. No, uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me on. And enjoy the rest of the episode. No, thanks. Thanks, cool. Mr. Tar. Appreciate it. And sleep well. Yeah, thank you. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Uh, that's our stats man, Alex Tar. He was, he's left. He's not really a stats guy. I think that's more Richard and Ant's gig. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining. Remember, remember during the World Cup, Ant and Full had the, what do they call it, a stat attack? Yeah. Yes. That's great. Throwback. Yeah. Yes, there's, that is that pre-COVID time, say. So yeah. that COVID killed that attack, but um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go, yeah, go. I, don't, I don't want to blame COVID, but I think it was COVID killed that attack. Yeah, we'll blame COVID killed that attack. Uh, so going back to the Rebels game, I know it was Elof, Kabos, Elof, you got yellow carded. They scrum better. I mean, the Hurricanes are pro- probably the weakest pack in New Zealand. It's probably um, the best Australian pack is a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, well they yeah they, they're not i mean yeah, they're they're, not great back, yeah like they're like it's the same like we've been sort of their props are running props their hookers and mm. like they got they like they their forwards do play decent rugby but they don't do that one thing that you hire them for in the first place yeah it's like it's like a whole pack of flanks sort of thing yeah it's it's the same with uh, old adams kabos earloff and Pony Famosili and all that mm. like they're good rugby players and Taniela Tupo is a good rugby player not necessarily the best scrummages we, we, must, we must actually I want to get full to deep dive the archives a bit to kind of see what what's the number of yellow cards now versus say two or three years ago because it feels like every game there's a yellow yes now. and reds reds yeah, but I think that's big time well. the reds I think a lot of them are actually the high tackle laws, though. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no I'm not saying. Mm. Yeah, because, because I, I, I don't know, like, 
In, in my view, if you're getting a red, it should be something deliberate. Yeah, no, like, you, you... like you, you should, you should be taking effectively, deliberately, knowing the law of the game and choosing not to follow it. Yeah. I feel now like a red card can just be for something like a poor execution of a legal, a legal action, basically. Yeah, but then you could also argue like they're deliberately knowing that they're going to take the guy out in the air, and it just escalates at him. No, no, no. That 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 to me that is. But you know, like you get these ones where the guy ducks into his shoulder. Yeah. So that happened in the fourth game, I think. Uh, with McKenzie. Um. No. No. With not McKenzie. McKenzie. No. McKenzie um, also got a like. You, a, Holmes, about Holmes. I no, think. You got tackled. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But I think speaking of Friday game still, I think it was Holmes, the one prop, straight armed. Um. Who did he straight arm into the head? That's for the Highlanders, was by the way. The Highlanders. Yes. Where one of the players slipped underneath, and but that was also a pen. That was like a slip, a slip. So he like nailed him in the head with his arm, and then the ref's like, okay, look, he did slip, so you get a yellow. <sighs> yeah, we've we've spoken about clubbing, this. Hey, clubbing him in process, the process. Yeah, process outcome. So I feel we we could just save ourselves. We could go go have a coffee and just Adam could just play us talking about this for the previous episode. No, yes. Enough. Yeah, so yeah, I, I I don't have any much further uh, speaking about the Hurricanes game. I mean, Bills are right. I mean, we're not analysts as such, yeah. but Sevilla uh, still got right. it. I'm just going to throw it out there as a Sevilla owner. Well, Sevilla still got as it. As your fantasy, as as, as his fantasy manager, I, I felt happy for you, Matt. Yeah, and um, and can't be too jazzed because Ant was, was the one who let him go, and I picked him up immediately. Oh, is that really the case? I yeah. thought you picked him up on the no. on the wire. Oh, really? I picked him up off a draft, nice. if I remember correctly. Off a, oh, ah, off a free trade. Or did I pick it up? Or did I switch? Or did I trade him? Well, the, the, well, the I fact do remember Ant that he was originally an Ant player. Yeah. yeah, the fact Ant dropped him, well, there you go. So, oh, good, it, depends, good. it depends who Ant's wings are now. Uh, they're not as good as Sevilla. Okay, that's for sure. sure. No, I'll tell you. Is, I'll actually have a look now. But the second game of the weekend, that was the Force versus the Highlanders. The Force have probably been the best Kiwi, excuse me, oh no, no, that's a bit harsh in the Brambies last week um, against the Crusaders, though, if they were excellent. But the Force have been very good, all things no, considered. Yeah, the they're, they're, they're a good side, they're tough. They're flipping tough to play. I wouldn't want to play them, hey? Yeah. They, they run they run good. There's, there's a lot wrong with the way the Force play. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but they, they, run, they run very good support lines. Could this be like the reason the Force play so well is literal experience? Like, the, I think they've most probably got on average, the oldest side. So it's no, but just... that, that, guy, that guy Alex had a fight with on Twitter says um, experience is actually bad. Because I was going to say, like, they're the old... As the oldest side, like, they like they are playing bad rugby, but, like, the things that they are good at are shit that just develop, like, muscle memory that develops over time. Yeah, like, they're sort of just wily. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Anne's, Anne's wings, by the way, are Corabetti, who still hasn't scored Corabetti. a try. Thank you. Yeah, he's not scored a try this season. It still fucking flummoxes me. It doesn't help. He is at the Rebels though. Yeah, often he's got to run like through like two or three oaks. He's. I know we gave him a lot of shit when when he started, but he is really good. He gave you a lot of shit when I owed him, and then you realise the value of Corumbetti. Yeah, you know he's good. And Tom Banks. His other wing is phenomenal, Ben. God, this is, this is like my 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 favorite wing and my least favorite wing. Yeah, but the thing is, he didn't. He forgot to send in the uh, his starting team for Tom Banks. It's two weeks in a row. Um, I don't. I don't even know how, how I did know. that. So. Can you do? We actually, oh, I was gonna say we actually. He's he's just posted his down down video, so we can watch that later after this. Oh, excellent. Okay. So uh, yeah, uh, Highlanders. Um, yeah, they're a good value for the win. Aaron Smith, best scrum half in the competition, probably. He's, he's, he's at the moment, he's all, actually, if it wasn't for Boanga, I would call Aaron Smith possibly the best player in the competition at the moment. Oof. That's quite a hot take, Ben. That's a big call. It's oh, actually shit, dude. There's a big was that Cody Taylor has also been on we fire. To, we used to have big calls, remember. We should mm-hmm. actually bring back some of our segments. Should, yeah. We should, yeah, COVID really put a kibosh on some of our segments. Yeah, yeah so when, probably, especially when we, remember, when we actually remember to do our segments as well. Um, I, I actually remember, I used to prepare a running order. I don't even, I don't even have that now. 
you know, it's kind of weird. Like Tom Banks, but he's not a wing. He, he's a fullback. So I'm just trying to think. Uh, you had good games. Onareki. I mean, those those Aaron Smith. Onareki, yeah. Had a very good game. Um, I do love the Highlanders trio. The definition of hard working. Yeah. Did Amino? You know didn't start this week, eh? Nah, nah. He'll yeah. probably start this coming it, week. It's it's a it's a weird thing by. They get like a they achieve a funny balance by playing sort of three sort of jack of all trades kind of loose forwards yeah and, and and somehow it gives them the equivalent of playing like a specialist eight a specialist blindside and a specialist fetcher because they've got essentially i think all their jack of trades they each one has like a 65 percent in no, like no. instead of like flat level they each have just like the merest of like specialization and then all three combined with that the other two combined with that one sort of adds up to them having that one that they need yeah 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 because they they sort of end up with a hundred percent of everything but yeah in a weird way but in a weird way because they've got like three guys with like 66 in each color in one column and then the other two columns are like evened out yeah that's weird but it's a yeah no they've been fun to watch this season especially in the john cena kit this weekend <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know, what, why Why do they, pres- is it a big, like, hunting area? Dunedin? I think Dunedin's a fairly oh, rural yeah. area. It's a, I think. it's a university town. Yeah, Almost but like I mean, the, 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 area, the region itself, like, that uh, far south is fairly rural, as far as I understand. Yeah, and cold. It's yeah. quite cold, uh, apparently. That's why you wear camouflage, so the cold can't find you. Yeah, uh, like, you know, it's, it's about as Scotland as you can get without being in Scotland, then. Which is why is, is that, they called the Highlanders. Is that why Scott Gregory thrives there? That's probably fuck. Scott Gregory, Scott Gregory is thriving. Like how, I, I think how jazzed was he with his second try? Fuck, Aaron Smith, I think, was the proudest father when Gregory scored that second try. No, but, but Scott Gregory, considering like he has zero like outstanding attributes, is surprisingly <laughs> effective. Uh, I think he's tough. I know, I know all rugby players are tough, but he seems to take a lot of abuse. Do, do you know? Do, do you know what? Do you know? I'm, I'm going to say this, and I think I'm going to get shit for this, um, but maybe it's just his hair. But he kind of gives me like shades of honey badger. Ooh, I hear what you're saying. Like, like I don't know, because honey badger also like what was he actually good at? Um, Post match interview. Post yeah, and meat pie, and like snagging a meat pie here and there. Yeah, he he was a pretty good finisher actually. No, no, he was a good finisher, but why was he a good finisher? You can't really put your finger on it, can you? Uh, maybe he, it was like just he, hair. He, he was, was a he was just a weird like, shape, and like because... like he just wanted to get over the line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fourth lost uh, again, but this uh, one actually wasn't a bad. Yeah, I think Aussie, the Aussies can be happy with this. But I think the Aussies are less happy that the Force is the team that's thriving. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Imagine the Force, because the Force could actually potentially be on two wins now. They yeah, could, I mean, and they had them pinned back. They had the Highlanders under, under the pump for a while, and I think that was a comment one of the, the Kiwis made. Uh, might have been uh, Robinson, who said that they, mean that they get into good positions, but they don't capitalize, which I guess goes to what Alex I, I honestly think if, if the Force had Aaron Smith, the Force would have won. Like, I think he was the only real difference between the two teams. I don't think you are incorrect. Yeah, I mean, Mitch Hunt had a shocker of the TD. Jesus. Um, no, well, Tamu was at fucking 12. And then they had... What is his name? Gordon Carter or Carter Gordon. Whatever Jason Bourne knockoff at 10. Oh, no, wait. That's Rebels, sorry. I'm that's Rebels, yeah. Angry no, they, team the, 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 Rebel, the Rebels have their own problems. I don't even want to wade into that. No, no, no. So no, I was no. just angry at the wrong team all over again. Uh-huh. Yeah, Can't keep track much. of which Australian side's losing to which New Zealand side. <laughs> well, uh, like, as a clue, they all. Yeah, they, but, all uh, the Australian sides are losing to all the New Zealand uh, sides. But the Forces trial is pretty good, eh? Yeah. I mean, a lot of fair work cutting on the inside, and then um, Kubili did well. Yeah. Uh, he's he's, he's done better the, the more he's picked at the ball and, and ran it a bit as well. So that was the Friday games. Saturday, um, <laughs> rest, yeah, rest in peak for Matt. Fantasy hopes. Um... It's Blues 48, Waratahs 21. A, a quite entertaining game. Brahim scoring a hat-trick. 
um, actually a Mac you left him on your bench yeah because I got bamboozled I thought he was an outside back I forgot I didn't read that he was a center and you uh, yeah and you started him uh, I started him I started him at outside back and then obviously after kickoff and that I couldn't then uh, oh wait sorry put him at center Uh, is that why I I was wondering you signed him and then he didn't start yeah, so I did like, start him in place of Fanganuku uh, because I thought that the Reds oh, might but, have put up a, a bit of a better. But automatically, for, okay, I see. So, but I did. Yeah, I find you for that though. Yeah. Believing on on your, you would have actually ended up in the in the final this week if you if you started him. But I should talk. <laughs> no, well, I mean, Matt, I could Matt, still. Matt, Matt, Matt's not Matt's not one to to look to 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 post I'm... more things though. Look, Ben, I mean, I'm pretty much guaranteed top four, regardless yeah, of my outcome this weekend. In the in the league? Yeah. He is, yeah. Fuck, guys, like, I, I leave the league for one season and everything changes. Yeah, no. No, well... Yeah, Big Alex has had to down two beers, his first two beers ever, he had to down this season. Yeah, oh, Ant's downed, I think I've downed, well, I had shots. Yeah, Ant's, Ant's sort of picked up my mantle and run with it this season. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I've just... I've actually stuck to the normal form. I have some moments. Um, well, I'll talk, well, <laughs> we'll we'll go into my little stuff up this week. But uh, Blues was rolled on, I guess. They picked up the points. I want like. I don't think the score lines an accurate mm-hmm. reflection of what was going on in this game. Like I thought the Tars were there, but then they just weren't actually. The well, Tars had one or two sneaky good tries. Yeah. yeah, but what the Tars do is they let teams score like two or three tries like in five minutes against them. Mm, and then they mm. just fall to pieces because their confidence fucked. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Gordon's uh, intercept was really good. Mm. That was quite cool. It was a bit of a shit pass. Who threw that pass? Um, like, uh, if you... Black. Finley. Like, was like it? Was like I thought it was fin- Finley. Because I saw uh, Finley fuck okay. up a couple, of two, couple of other things as well. Yeah, I feel like... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna criticize him because I don't want to make him a, the New Zealand starting nine. Yeah. If, if, well, you're talking about Aaron Smith. If Aaron Smith was at the Blues, the Blues would be a shit ton better. If they had a better nine. If they had, if they'd started any of their nines except Flynn Christie, I think Ruru would have done better. They need a better nine or a better ten. They just need someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Black. Because people are saying Black's improved a lot and blah blah blah. Not, not really. Hey. And he's, he's got bit, so much firepower around him. But he's a bit white bread for New Zealand black. Like, mm. like he's a bit boring. No, he's very boring. I mean, Sullivan looks good. And he's just he's only twenty. But to be fair, Ben, I mean, 15. he's boring in a side like the Blues. You kind of do need a white white bread player with like their Lucy's no, and their but I don't outside feel, backs. But I don't yeah. feel you need your white bread player at fly half. Yeah, and scrum half. Yeah, I suppose twelve would be better. Yeah, like I think if the Blues, you you need you need a, they need a six who just like, Tom Robinson's good. He was pretty good there. Yeah, he had was a he locked, Was he playing lock this week actually? Yeah, well, he he's Mr. Energy. I can see why McDonald's. I can't remember. Sorry? He had yeah. I'm trying to remember where he played, but he also had a fantastic. Did he play I, six? Think he, he, I yeah. think he honestly he might be the All Blacks answer at six. Isn't he? No. Uh, well, like Sam Kane's. But Sam Kane is a. So I always get confused, man. He wears. Does he wear oh, six or no, seven? No, no, no. So Sam Kane's a, a seven. So the Kiwi that. seven or the South African seven? The Kiwi seven. Okay, okay. so so let's just simplify. Simplify and talk in might, South African might, terms. Might be, might be the answer at blindside. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, but you got Frizzell. He's been oh, excellent. But, he's been uh, outstanding this whole but season. He's not pure blindside. Uh, I guess so. And, but then you got Dakin Bashir. Uh, you could even play Luke Jacobson there. Yeah, but that's the thing. You could, but Robinson, that's where he plays. That's his position. You can't actually play anywhere else. I can play locks. So I'm just busy running my running my mind through the other sixes. So the Hurricanes, that's a non-starter. Um, Who do they play? Reed Prince? Yeah, and he's pretty bred. That, the, I seem to laugh him, but he's got engine. And then, oh, oh you know who? Uh, sorry. Blackadder. He's a six. I know he played at seven this week against the Reds, but he's also he's a six. No, so. no. Where's your boy Karifi play? <laughs> seven. Karifi is not a blind side. 
No. I'm, 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 I'm so bad at, at open side. Maybe he's an amazing blind side, Ben. We don't know. He's, he's getting better since I've started ragging on him. So. Yeah. Oh, no, you ragged no. on him once, and Adam's like, this sounds like a good idea to sign the guy. No, I, I signed him as the previous two weeks because of Artie's injury. He'd been doing most of the ball carrying from, from that loose trio. And and I think our thoughts, oh, great. He's done well the past two games. He's up against the worst Australian team. What can go possibly wrong? He got like 18, and I left Cullen Grace in the bench, and, then Gra- and Grace got 50. I would have ended up in like a top tier. I, I still came third, which is a big improvement over the course of the season. But yeah, uh, Adokes wore me in, and they're making fun of me, and that's the thing. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I, took, I took a risk. If it worked out, I would have been a, a genius, but it did not. So it's fine. Moving on. Chiefs, Brumbies, 40-19. Uh, the Brumbies scrum, Aiden Ross in particular, my boy. I think someone made a comment last week that Aiden Ross is, has a good shot at getting the All Blacks. Based on that performance, they ate the Brumbies scrum alive. And that is half of the Australian pack. Mm. So very entertaining game. Uh, Alison and Brown looking a lot better at his best. And Luke, as I said, Luke Jacobson, he benefited from that Chiefs scrum. Was, I mean, he did a good job at eight. But that, that's, they got overpowered. It, it was hectic. Yeah, it wasn't um, great to watch. It wasn't great to own a Brumby's prop. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, Matthew, you, you watched the game. What, what were your thoughts? Very brief. Um, Before we probably move on to you, uh, uh, the Crusaders game. I actually enjoyed watching this game, though. That being said, you know, being, being said about watching the sad Brumby play, but I enjoyed this game. I had fun. I enjoyed it. It was fun to see the Chiefs sort of running around doing, like, Chiefs things, like, Anton Leonard going wide looking for space and so on. Yes, yes. Like Phil's been bleak with him all season. Mm-hmm. And now he's at his firing. Unfortunately, it's just a bit late. For Alex Dankavel, he's done a right. I mean, I signed him, but he's. It's interesting what they what they do with their 12s. Uh, even Quincy Pye, he. I mean, before he got injured, he's not the biggest guy, but very difficult to bring down. And Dankavel is even a little bit smaller, smaller than Tupai. Mm-hmm. And again, he's done all right. It's just, they, it's weird, their wings. They didn't seem to get a lot of ball. Yeah, they've not been right. passing it wide as much. No. As That's what I'm saying. Like, this game, at least, there were moments where they were, like, playing out wide and getting everyone mm-hmm. involved in the back line. And that's when the Chief thrives for me. But yes. Is uh, it not McKenzie or... Oh, I hate to say this, but is it also not like McKenzie running in from 15, killing the ball going out wide by, like, no, trying he, to side yeah. through? Yes. No, don't say it. I don't hate it. You should always generally play 15, if you ask me. Um, so that, I mean, he started at 10. And they had Chase Tiatia. He's actually been quite disappointing, weirdly enough. Um, he's quite he's, an exciting player, but I haven't seen. I haven't yeah. checked his face. Has he lost his smile when he sidesteps? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I think we're all like the Chiefs, and they play a bit more chaotic style of rugby. They're exciting to watch and they're fun to watch. Yeah. And they, their pack's done really well, especially um, Vi. He's so key for them. He's like 21 or something. He's Already so. So when Retalic comes back, it's going to be a huge boost. I don't know when he's back. I think maybe next year. As but for the Rambies, um, yeah, they tried hard, but yeah, the, the team is very much forward orientated. We discussed this last week. So when the back's going backwards, what are they going to do? Uh, yeah. Really. Um, so yeah, more well played the Chiefs. So I think they outpointed them quite nicely. And then I guess lastly, oh my God, I mean. I said of the Crusaders that when they won um, this, the New Zealand Super Rugby competition, that they like were the best of the worst teams, in a way, as I thought they hadn't reached their potential. They flared in this game. I also uh, wanted... Jesus. Yeah. Look, they the were, They destroyed the Reds early, but the Reds. I, I want to give them some credit because they were coming back, like in the the. I want to call it the last 15 or so minutes. Like it was out of reach for them. They weren't going to win the game. But, like, they stayed in it. They tried to stay competitive and that, like... Like, I want to give them a bit of credit. You know where we're wrong. In the first five to ten minutes, they're going to like, oh, let's run it from our 22. No, no, look. And the then... Reds, Reds made massive mistakes in that. But, like, I do want to give them credit for, like, actually finishing out the game. Because, like, a lot of teams would have done what they did in the beginning and then fucked it up even further. But, like, yeah. giving up. They Brass sort of, knocking on and, and Mwanga, who is outstanding. Like, they didn't look like they were going to win the game, but at least they didn't look like they it, were going to let did, the Crusaders in, run over them. In the Reds' defense, it did seem like the ball was bouncing for the Crusaders that day as well. Yeah. But the Crusaders, I think they finally hit their straps. 
really. Lozen Mwanga just cut them to pieces. Who's um, at the end, near the end that made me chuckle? Cause oh, the... oh, crisis, the offloads. Was it Wilson? Uh, no, it... not Wilson's over the back one. There was another one where... Was it was it Wilson's one-handed dummy? Yeah. No, it was... What, oh, it might have been, yes. Wilson's one-handed dummy Remember for Tupo. Then? Where, like, everyone was covering Tupo. And Wilson, like, does the... Du- or, I can't remember who the runner was on the wing. But, no, like... It was Tupo, yeah. Well, Wilson like, was on the wing. And then... Yeah, Tupo was just inside. And he dummied the, the inside. And, obviously, all the sailors were marking Tupo. Because they know, like, 30 meters, he's going to goose step and he's gone. So, like, yeah. everyone marked him, and then Wilson just slipped through and scored. No, it is. Um, was, I, remember, was... I remember at school, the coaches were always like, no, you must always run with the ball in two hands because then they don't know if you're going to, like, pass or dummy or whatever. And then Wilson was like, hold my fucking beer. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Did it with one hand. I'm a puppet master. Yeah. Was it, was it also just me? Like, I almost felt like the Crusaders were playing at a higher pace than they have this season. They were just running harder. They really they were, seemed energized. They were defending a lot quicker. Their line speed was impeccable. Like. Yeah. yeah, I think they just knocked the stuffing out, out of the Reds. I mean, and I, 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 I know the Reds were quite poor versus the Highlanders in game one. That's kind of, well, they just won the Australian competition and then they went boozing and celebrating as they rightfully should. So, I mean, they've had a tough couple of good weeks. I just hope the Reds get a win. They're totally capable of getting a win. Yeah, um, I, thought, I thought they weren't they weren't that bad, to be honest. The Reds didn't play the Highlanders last week, eh? Who did the Reds play last week? Uh, the Highlanders. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was the Highlanders. No, just, they, 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 they were playing a B team and mm. all that sort of jazz. Um, just a quick comment on Severis. They pick up off that bounce. Mm. Um that was like blitz, and he, and he just grabbed with no worries. David Havili, uh, as well, the cross kick. So he's going to end up at maybe even 12. Who was I talking to about this? I actually feel he's better. In a way, he's a, b- a bit of a better player there than Goodhue. Uh, maybe, no, maybe for this tournament, but ah. for a test match, I don't think Havili at 12 is the play. Yeah, I think you want... You want that white bread Kamala of good use there. Yeah, you want, but you want somebody who can just truck it up in channel one. Because mm. the thing is, you you pick, you pick Havili there. Say you're playing England, then it um, they grind you down, slow ball, slow ball all day, and then it starts pissing with rain. Who do you want there, Havili or Good Good here. Yeah. You rest your case. No, I'll Court. rest my case. Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so the case is over. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have any further comment. I mean, the Crusaders are outstanding. Uh, the irony is they uh, might not make the final <laughs> because they didn't get a get bonus point against the Brambies at this oh, stage. Shit, yeah, because yeah, essentially this... Oh, yeah, because the... all the New Zealand teams could potentially be on, like, full wins. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so uh, the, the part of the doom saying... So the Australians are obviously like, yeah, the game's rigged and all that. Da, da, da. The New Zealand doom saying is, fuck, the team with the most bonus. It's essentially a race for two teams to get the most bonus points. And so that, I yeah. think that's so we're going to see a lot more sort of defense optional games and just racing for tries. Yeah. Think about that. So the Canes are quite well positioned. Do they have two now? Yeah, they should have two bonus points. Yeah, let me actually check check the log. Uh, let's have a look here. Whoops, that is not right. Let's see. Uh, I just heard the Blues are leading the log. Because uh, they've gotten two bonus points wins. Here's the table right now. Yes, it's the Blues, then the Canes, then the Crusaders, and the Highlanders, and the Chiefs. So that is interesting. The two most underwhelming teams. Actually, I shouldn't say that about the also about include the Highlanders, then Super Rugby New Zealand. But uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have no further comment, chaps, on Super Rugby Trans Tasman. Yeah. No, I think that wraps it up. And I think with Alex's stat dive earlier as well, just like see, see, ten minutes or half an hour ago. Mm. But yeah, Ben, have you actually been following following the the league at all? No. no. Uh, I follow the fines and then I occasionally see someone down something and I assume they lost and from what I've gathered 
that your team is doing quite badly. Yes, it is. Um, I'm fighting with full for last place. It's actually been relatively close. Oh, actually, it's been a relatively competitive league. I mean, Mass has been consistent. Very much going against brand. So, um, yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll chat off here about that. I was just kind of wondering if you've been following the league at all. Uh, Are we gonna, so yes. Do we even do Super Rugby Trans-Tasman? Because I'm assuming we just pick oh, five what New Zealand. What about, what about Rainbow Cup? Oh, Rainbow Cup, yes, those scores. I didn't see the games. No, 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 no. Sorry, no, I, watched, I watched the highlights. They're pretty good, actually. Because um, I know the Lions just just won. Hey, like they won like a last minute try, didn't they? Uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it was like they try. They took the lead, and well, I guess every team takes the lead, and then they win. It wasn't like final kick of the game, or whatever. But it was like seventy seventh minutes or something. Okay, yeah. So close enough, like near the death of the game. Yeah. No, both were both were nice close games actually. Okay. Well, yeah, so yeah, I, I, I didn't really see the highlights. It. I did. I did think about watching the three-minute highlights, but those are the fucking. Well, yeah, but but now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm like shit. I'm gonna have to start watching so I can kind of get a sniff on who's gonna be for SAA. Oh, no, that's true. true. Yeah. So, because I saw uh, Rab Makwana. Yeah, he scored a nice try as far as I know. He scored and, a beautiful try, like. And, and obviously, um, from the Stormers game. Funder Funder Aplon, th- th- this was probably the most Aplon try I've seen since Aplon retired. Yeah. Like he didn't no, step, he just like was smaller than everyone else and ran through the middle. Like no one just could get arms around him. Yeah, no, it was, uh, both of those were outstanding tries. Uh, mm. Pete, Peter Steph got a try, which was good to see. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he's fit playing at least. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, well, we'll get stuck into, I guess, a conversation about the Irish Lions touring squad. Yeah. Yeah, Soonish, very soon. Yeah, do, you know who, do you know who's not glad he's playing is the British Night Lions? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, see, Japan announced their sort of 36 man training squad for their game against the Lions and someone else. Oh, they oh, presumably Scotland if they're there. Mm, I can't remember who, but they did announce that they've got the training squad sort out and, and the best 15 of their top league. Which has several South Africans. Let me find Good. it quickly. It's quite a. It's actually because it's going to be pretty much midsummer that Japan, British, and Irish Lions go. Yeah, should be like midsummer for them, like June. So yeah, let's see. Uh, Ruan Buerta, Quacha Smith, Lapis, Malcolm Marks. Really, I haven't heard a single thing Vili about Larue. Those are all the South Africans that made the best fifteen. Let's see, Retalix there. Hey, hey, Lapis is Japanese now, Matt. Okay. It's SA born, sorry. Yeah. Barrett, Perinara. Where does Michael Little fall in again? It's a pretty good side. It's a heat side. Inagaki, Marks, Kakinaga, Retalix, Puerta, Gunter, Lavas Kachni, Smith, Perinara, Barrett, Fukuoka, who's now retired, scored, a lot, scored his last try in the final. Uh, Tavita cool. Lee, Riley, Little, and LaRue. It's a pretty decent squad. As I think Phil said when he saw that squad, they most probably would beat the Reds. Yeah. Well, fuck, I think if that squad, you know, actually into train together properly into the into Super Rugby, like, they would do all right. Yeah, they most probably... If they get a good season of training and all that, they might actually give the Crusaders a good run for their money. Well, they got Barrett and Malcolm Marks, which straight away helps you a whole lot. And Lapis. And Lapis. Mm. The yeah, they've got they've just stacked at Poacher with Marks and Lapis. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, let's yeah, let's just wrap it up there, chaps. Are we uh, doing Super Brew? We're we just saying all the New Zealand teams. Yeah, I, I did it already. I just said all New Zealand teams, but like between varying scores of 15 to 30. So. Superbrew just got that as a single click option. <laughs> single click option. Who wins? Outero. You just click Outero. Why? How much? And then you just want to put in a, you put in like a spread, like from here to here, and it just sort you, of. You, you roll up. one of those. You roll one of those G20s. Mm. Oh then, yes. And then for the Saders, you roll two G20s. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, ben, thanks for joining us. Always appreciate it. Oh. Thanks for thanks for having me on. I'm very glad uh, James has changed his sleeping schedule so I can podcast freely. 
Yeah. Nice. Uh, Matt, thank you for, for being here as always. No, it's always a pleasure. Lovely. And uh, yeah, I always have a good time. So yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Alex. I know you headed off. So uh, yeah, thanks for being on. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Rugby Banter. We will be back next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>